Welcome to Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the real power of vitamin D, how important vitamin D is to the body. Welcome to the Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show, a podcast advocating wellness, life, and healing from within. With 38 years in practice, 50,000 patients, and over 1 million chiropractic adjustments, here's your host, Dr. Daniel Abector. My name is Dr. Daniel Lebecker. I'm a doctor of chiropractic. Stay tuned. I'm doing this show to educate the public on what health is and what wellness is and how to take care of our body better and how we can improve our health. How important is vitamin D in the body? I usually don't talk much about vitamins or nutrition as it is not my field. So, but I cannot help talking about this subject because the more I hear and the more I learn about this topic, I realize how important it is to have vitamin D and how misinformed we are today as far as what vitamin D is and how we're supposed to take care of ourselves and how we're supposed to stay away from the sun. So I read some articles. It all started with this article that I read on COVID-19, how important vitamin D is to for COVID-19. And basically, the correlation between the two is about the immune system. So most people in general are very low on vitamin D. Three out of four women are deficient in vitamin D. And basically what's happening is most of us, or most women, a lot of women don't want to go in the sun because apparently it affects the skin and it, it can cause wrinkles and basically it's for your looks and the beauty. The question is which one is healthy and which one is more important? Is health more important than looks? I think definitely we should understand what are some of the consequences of not getting enough vitamin D. So low vitamin D can cause all kinds of health issues. It, originally, it started with rickets. Then it, it affects, it can cause osteoporosis and uh, tuberculosis, cancer, breast cancer, colon cancer. So vitamin, you know, is getting a lot of attention these days. And basically, people are really listening and paying attention. Why, you know, what is this thing? Why is vitamin D so important? So the thing about vitamin D is that you get it from sitting in the sun and it doesn't cost any money and there's plenty abundance of it and it's extremely vital to the body so let's talk in detail about some of what can happen when you're deficient in vitamin d so one of the diseases that used to result as a result of vitamin d deficiency was rickett in the old days it was very common the rickett is when the bone is soft and is very common in children and it would cause the leg to bow. And it was very common 30, 40, 50 years ago to see the kids with the legs bowing and that was the reason. So today it's rare, it doesn't happen as much, but it can cause deformity and it can cause fracture. Another condition could be osteomalacia which is something that happens in adults. And what that means, it means soft bones, and it's very similar to rickett, and it can cause muscle aches and pain and weakness. 
Another condition is hypocalcemia, which is low blood calcium, which can cause things like seizures and tetany. Tetany is seizure-like convulsion. The one that's really common is osteoporosis, where the bones are brittle and weak, and the bones become so porous they can actually fracture and break, and they're very weak. One other condition is a condition called SAD, which is seasonal affective disorder, which affects about 6% of the population. In some other form, other form, it's called the winter blues, which affects 14%. And it occurs mostly in the winter months when there's less sunlight uh, exposure and people, when they get this, become very fatigued. They lose interest in hobbies. They tend to crave more starches and sweet. They gain weight. They have difficulty concentrating, and especially during the darker month, and they also become very depressed. So they found that low vitamin D level can increase depression by 85%. So vitamin D can improve depression symptoms. So some of the other conditions that can result from low vitamin D are things like tuberculosis, which is an infection that affects the lungs, psoriasis, which is a skin problem, multiple sclerosis, which is a disabling disease that affects the brain, the spinal cord, and it can cause nerve damage. Uh, another condition is inflammatory bowel disease, diabetes, type 1 and type 2, complication with uh, pregnancy, as asthma, high blood pressure, heart failure, uh, various forms of cancer, colorectal cancer, and mainly one of the things that's used is breast cancer. So what is vitamin D and how does it work and how does it function? Vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin, and it regulates the calcium balance in your body, and it's really vital for bone development. It affects the immune system. It can cause infections, and, you know, I've been hearing a lot about the COVID-19, how there is a correlation between infections and immunity and COVID-19, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about this a little bit later. But also, vitamin D deficiency can cause insulin problem. It can cause a problem with blood sugar regulation. So what are some of the food where that can give us vitamin D? So there's two forms of vitamin D. There's vitamin D2 and vitamin D3. So D2 comes from sources of uh, plant food. And one of the main way to get vitamin D2 is from mushroom. And that's really the only vegetable, the only food that can actually uh, give you vitamin D2 and in significant amount. We can get vitamin D2 by uh, eating certain food that are fortified, like fortified uh, bread or supplements. You can buy it in supplements. Vitamin D3 comes from animal-based type of food such as fatty fish, uh, tuna, mackerel, 
uh, salmon, herring, sardines, oysters, beef liver, shrimp, cheeses, egg yolk, dairy products, orange juice, cereals. So you can get it through a lot of different foods. But really, the best way to get vitamin D is really through sunlight. There's nothing like getting it from the sun. So vitamin D3 is produced in the body when the ultraviolet B rays from the sun interact with the layers of your skin. And basically, that's how most of us get our vitamin D3. So young children and young adults who spend a lot of time outside, they get plenty of vitamin D. And, you know, that can prevent the deficiency. Now, here's an interesting statistic, is that 75% of the world population is deficient in vitamin D. How is that possible when there's so much of it and the sunlight is abundant and it's out there and all we have to do is sit in the sun? I remember when my son was born and he was developing jaundice and the doctor said, well, just take him out in the sun 10 minutes a day. And within three or four days, the jaundice went away and the body was fired. And basically what the baby needed was just vitamin D. And it's out there, you know, we can all benefit from it. My daughter just had a, a grandson and, you know, I gave her the same advice. Take him out five, ten minutes a day in the sun. And nobody's ever told her that, you know, nobody really understands that. So even in Florida, where we have so much sun, I mean, you would think that the population is, you know, is getting plenty of vitamin D. But no, even in Florida, the population is deficient. Now, 55% of the African-American are deficient of vitamin D and 22% of the Caucasian are deficient in vitamin D. So what's the reason why more African-American are more deficient? It's because the skin is not absorbing the sun as much as people with a lighter complexion. So a light-skinned person will make, for example, 15,000 international unit or I use of vitamin D in 15 minutes in the month of July in the middle of the day and whereas a darker person it will take twice as much time to get the same amount of vitamin D and in some location where like up north where we don't get so much vitamin D it can take as much as 10 times the amount to get that vitamin D so Older adults have a difficulty in getting the vitamin D for a couple of reasons. Number one, they use a lot of sunscreen. Number two, they use a lot of protective clothing to prevent from having skin and sun damage or skin cancer, which is what we hear a lot today. So let's talk a little bit about the sunscreen and see if we can understand what we're doing when we use a lot of sunscreen. So the SPF, which is the sun protection factor, measures the capacity that sunscreen blocks ultraviolet B radiation. So the more sunscreen we use, the more we block it. So the same radiation that we get that gives us a sunburn is the same radiation that absorbs the vitamin D. So 
It's a little bit difficult because if you get too much sun, you're going to get burned. But if you don't get enough sun, you're not going to get enough vitamin D. So when you use a sunscreen SPF level of 15, you're blocking 93% of the ultraviolet B rays. When you use the SPF 30, you're blocking 97% of the ultraviolet B rays. When you're using SPF 50, you're blocking 98% of the ultraviolet B ray. So when we do that, we're blocking the absorption of vitamin D in the body. So basically, we're not getting the vitamin D when you're putting a lot of sunscreen. So in some part of the world, you're not going to absorb, there's not as, you're not going to get as much vitamin D like in up north. If you go up north, like in New York or in Canada, you're not going to be able to get as much vitamin D or absorb as much vitamin D. You are listening to the Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show. Let's talk a little bit about dosages and what is recommended for an adult. An adult person needs about 600 uh, IUs per day for a man or a woman. An older person, 71 years and older, needs at least 800 uh, IUs per day. So how do we know if we're deficient in vitamin D or not? Well, basically, there's a test you can do. And it's a blood test. And basically, it'll tell you what, you know, where you're at, whether you're getting enough or not. So an acceptable blood level of vitamin D is about thir- between 30 and 100 nanograms per deciliter. So if you're deficient, you're below 20 nanograms per deciliter. If, you know, and that can result in all kinds of disorders, all kinds of illnesses, like we talked about earlier, the rickets, the osteomalacia, the cancer. Vitamin D insufficiency is between 20 and 30. If you're only getting 20 or 30 nanograms of deciliters, then you're deficient. So normal, in order to be healthy and to be normal, in the normal range, you need between 40 and 60 nanograms of deciliters. So if you want, if you want to avoid condition like cancer, you need to have between 40 and 60 nanograms of deciliters. Vitamin D and cancer, let's talk about the correlation between the two. Having the level of vitamin D of 40, 40 is the cutoff point to avoid cancer and other illnesses. So in order to get 40 nanograms per milliliters, you know, basically what they're finding is that if you have 40 nanograms of milliliters, you reduce cancer by 67%, which is huge. And people don't realize, I mean, you can reduce cancer by 67% by just getting enough vitamin D. People that have cancer and they already, they already have it, are usually they found they're, they're between 10 and 40 nanograms per milliliters and their levels are too low and basically they found that you know people with cancer are you know in those levels so you have to get at least 30 
or maybe even bring it up to 40. So if you have 30 nanograms per milliliters, you have a 55% lower risk of getting colorectal cancer than those who have below 18. So there's many studies that have been done that shows, that proves all these things, all these statistics. And, you know, basically it's out there. All the studies are there. There's another study where they looked at women that had a level of 60 and above, and they found that they had an 83% lower risk of getting breast cancer than those who are on the level of 20. So, so it's so important to get tested and to get checked and know where you're at so you know what you need to do to get to the point you know, where you're going to get enough vitamin D. So this is something that everybody should know and everybody should be aware and everybody should, you know, study and, and make sure that, you know, we're doing it. And, you know, this all started, this whole podcast started when I was driving my convertible car with the top down and it was really hot. And the lady at the guardhouse said, isn't it hot? You know, and aren't you, you know, aren't you going to get overheated? I said, no, I'm getting vitamin D. And she started laughing, and then we started talking about it, and I started thinking, you know, and I told her, I said, well, vitamin D is free. All I have to do is just put the top down and get the sun on top of my skin, and I'm getting plenty of vitamin D. And that's all, really, it's free. It doesn't cost any money, and we get plenty of it every day, especially here in Miami in South Florida. So, you know, it's so important to take advantage of what we have. Another study of women over 55 shows that if we raise the blood level of vitamin D to 38, it lowers the risk of all invasive cancer, including breast cancer, by 77%. Can you imagine that? So vitamin D, you can also increase your chance of surviving cancer if you increase the vitamin D. And that includes things like melanoma or breast cancer. There's another research that shows that women with breast cancer who have a high level of vitamin D are twice likely to survive than people with lower level. There's another study that I saw that says that it's very clear that 80%, you can decrease by 80% your chance of having breast cancer by bringing your vitamin D level from 20 to 60. So basically, what the medical community says, it says that uh, breast cancer is a vitamin D deficiency disease. Bottom line, that's what they're saying. So as far as children are concerned, it's the same thing. They also need vitamin D. They need about 400 IUs of vitamin D on a daily basis. Infants, babies, when they're born, especially when they're born, they need to be exposed to the sun to avoid jaundice and to, to avoid problems. And a lot of times the babies don't get enough vitamin D from breast milk when they're first born. So, you know, you have to make sure that they get a little bit of sun or they get, you know, maybe some food that, you know, have the uh, vitamin D. They did another study with people that had epilepsy and they found that even... If you give someone high doses of um, vitamin D, such as 40,000 IUs to 100,000 IUs on a daily basis, it can bring the level of 
vitamin D from 30 to higher levels, and it can reduce the seizures by 40%. Dr. Mercola talks about colds and flu and how important it is to have vitamin D in your body to fight a cold or a flu or an infection in the body. You know, and basically, all you have to do is just take vitamin D and it'll bring your immune system stronger and it'll make it stronger than, than the, um, the average person. So you also have to keep in mind that vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin and too much of it can be toxic. But there's no studies, or there's no way we can get toxicity from just getting too much sun. You can get it from getting too much vitamins, but not from sitting in the sun too much. So, there, so there's no way you can harm yourself. So I was reading this study this morning on COVID-19 and vitamin D. You know, what is the correlation between the corona, COVID-19, and vitamin D? So there was a study that was done at the University of Northwestern, and they found that they analyzed patients' data from 10 different countries, and they find that there was a correlation between low vitamin D and a hyperactive immune system. So vitamin D strengthens the innate immunity that we have that can prevent overactive immune responses. So finding could explain why children are unlikely to die from COVID-19, which basically that's what's happening is kids don't die from COVID-19. Another study, there's actually a whole bunch of studies that were done on the COVID-19 and vitamin D. And basically it just says that, it, that vitamin D helps the absorption of calcium that strengthens the bone and it prevents infection and makes the disease less severe. So when it comes to chiropractic, and health, we say there's five essential that we need to become healthy. We talked about in many of the past podcasts that we need exercise, we need diet, we need to reduce the stress, we need to reduce the toxins, we need to make sure that we have proper nerve supply. So that's only five. And I think after this morning, I think I'm going to add one more and say there's six. We need to add sunlight to our health to make sure that you know we're healthy because you cannot live without sunlight and you cannot live without vitamin D if you want to be healthy. So I hope that this information that I gave you today is valuable and help you in making the right decision when it comes to health and when it comes to vitamin D and when it comes to using sunscreens and when it comes to talking about you know, what the sun does to your health and basically what it doesn't do. So we need to weigh the good and the bad. So do me a favor, uh, look us up on Instagram, on Facebook, subscribe, share, and, you know, make sure that you send this information to your friends and make sure that you share this information with your family and friends. Thank you. And we'll see you the next time. Thank you for listening to the Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show. Please subscribe and leave a helpful review. 